Happy New Year, Neil. Hello. Hello, Kia. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Trump dump. What a year it's been already. My word. I mean, I thought I was going to say it's, it's been a quiet Trumpian week. And then suddenly, boom. The big news. Big news. Big, big news. Um, that Ivanka may step down if her dad wins a second term. Uh, I, well, yeah. I mean, that must have shocked the, the fat orange man to his very core, if he's got a core. Has he got a core? <laughs> There's no core. There's no core there. And th- that wasn't the big, no, the big that's, news. No, we, we jo- joking aside. Although she did create 14 million jobs. A- apparently, he said that uh, last month, uh, she herself had created wow. 14 million new American jobs. She's the co-chair of some job council. And... Um, yeah, 40 million jobs created by her, single-handedly, and rising, he said. And in fact, after being fact-checked, not by the Tories, uh, factcheck.com, but uh, <laughs> by a genuine fact-checking uh, website, only 6 million US jobs have been created since Trump took office. Although, having said that, it's quite a lot of jobs, to be fair. But she herself did not create 14 million. No, unless she created them in other countries? Yeah. Other, other planets, maybe. Um, okay, but that wasn't the big news. That wasn't the big news. What was the big news, Keir? There was an assassination of a of the most powerful military commander in Iran. Yeah. General uh, Osem Soleimani. Yeah. Uh, so he was killed by a US airstrike in Iraq um, at Baghdad airport, along with Iran-backed militia figures, early on Friday in a strike ordered by Trump. Yeah. Russia has said it was a murder and a reckless step. Uh, Putin's already said um, dangerous escalation and the Iraq prime minister condemned the assassination as um, a dangerous escalation. Mm-hmm. Lebanon's Iran-backed Hezbollah group called for uh, Soleimani's death to be avenged. Uh, interestingly, the demos, the Democrats, um, Charlie Schumer and co, weren't briefed yeah. uh, before this. Although Billy, Billy Graham, not Billy Graham. Reverend Billy Graham. <laughs> How's he getting involved? Come, he came back from the dead just yeah. to get briefed. No, um, who was the the other Graham? Yeah, apparently, Lindsey Graham was briefed. Lindsey Graham. When he was playing golf with uh, Donald Trump. So he was briefed on the golf course. Yeah, but he's probably just chat, on a bit of loose chat. I wonder if it was like Trump was putting him off. <coughs> sorry, sorry, Lindsey. Sorry. Take a shot. Take a shot. I just had some earth shattering news I was going to share with. But t- take your shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Boris wasn't briefed, was he? No, as well. Boris wasn't briefed. I, 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 I wasn't briefed. That's a special friendship, right there. He thought he was special. Only Lindsey Graham's special. Yeah, and Ivanka, she's very special. So, I mean, the operation itself, um, Suleiman Mani um, and the and the Iran-backed uh, militia were, were leaving Baghdad airport in two cars, and they were hit by a US drone near a cargo area at Baghdad airport. Now, the, the, the commander uh, had a reportedly flown from uh, Lebanon or Syria that, that they're fighting um, for the, the Syrian government against the rebels, so at odds with the US, uh, but yet backed by Russia. Now, several US missiles struck the convoy, and at least seven people um, are believed to have died. What's interesting is that after the attack um, at Baghdad airport, the White House advised US citizens in Iraq to leave immediately, which kind of means go to Baghdad Airport, the place we've just 
and and fly out of the so it's quite a scary yeah um situation i mean there's not a lot of humor to be garnered from this no that uh, situation true. yeah um so anyway, think- happy new year and uh see you on the next one thanks for listening yeah. to trump dog <laughs> Um, I think that the betting odds at William Hill have shortened on uh, World War Three by the end of the year. You can take an accumulator now uh, with Liverpool to win the Premier League and World War Three. I, I... And World War Three, you can't, you can't. No. Although you probably could, you probably if you rung up, they take the bet. You could probably do that. Although quite how they'd verify that it was World War Three and not just a war that that would have to be a retrospective payout, wouldn't it? That <laughs> it would. The work that Apparently, Trump was in. I think he was in Florida at the time watching the uh, events unfold um, uh, at the Mar-a-Lago Situation Room, which doubles doubles as a jacuzzi. <laughs> I, I do recall the New Year's Eve message at Mar-a-Lago with Melania, where he came out and he, he was asked about the situation at the time, last, you know, last decade. Yeah. <laughs> on the 31st of oh, December. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2019. He was asked about the Iraq situation as it relates to Iran, and he just sort of said, we've had, we've had some guys come in super fast, top guys. And um, he, he had that one word on repeat, and it was Benghazi. He was like, this will not be a Benghazi. It will never be a Benghazi. Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi. It rhymes with Stasi, Benghazi. Like he just had that. He kept saying Benghazi. Um, referring to the militant attack in 2012 in Libya, where US diplomats and others were killed. So obviously something was already in the... Yeah. In the works, although he never referenced anything specifically. And I think Melania said something, didn't she? That was. Well, she just wished peace on the world. They said, What's her on resolution? The world. Yeah. And she said, oh, I wish peace on the world. At least she didn't wish it under the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just on the world. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was a poor time to say that, wasn't it? Like three days before her husband launches an attack, assassination on a, on a general, um, which has been called illegal by the Russians. And everyone said, Please de-escalate, please de-escalate. Like, people genuinely want this de-escalated because it's seriously hotting up, isn't it? It's a, yeah. It is a worry, definitely. Um, do, do, do you think Melania knew about it? I doubt it. Probably not. Although, apparently, according to the Express, she was in a stunning golden black gown. Yeah, she was. I saw it. She did look... Uh, well, I'm not going to go there. No. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lovely gown. He never looks good in a suit, does he? He's in a tux. No, he didn't look good in a suit. He's definitely put on weight over Christmas. I mean, I can, I, I've also done the same, but most <laughs> of us have. But like, he looks like he's seriously puffy. He enjoyed Christmas. Very chinny, very chinny. Not enough golf. <laughs> Not quite enough. Yeah, I was, I was going to quote once for Warriors then. Too many weights, not enough speed work. But that doesn't, that's not really relevant. I don't know why. If anyone's ever said that to Donald Trump, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think we actually have a lot to say this, no. this week because basically you've got this quite serious developing story. And oh, yeah. The Trump dump thrives on the wacky and the absurd. And this is kind of neither of those things. This is the dark streak, isn't it, of, of foreign affairs? Yeah, a, a worrying development in a, you know, a kind of very volatile situation. So let's um, defer until next week. Yeah, uh, we can we can reflect on where we're at with this story, and hopefully, Trump will have you know killed some armadillos or done something funny in the meantime. Attacked wind uh, or something. Actually, killing armadillos isn't funny. No, that wouldn't be good. No, 
sprayed a golf ball into an old lady's house and broken a window or something <laughs> funny um, in the meantime. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's a dump. Yeah, short and not sweet. Super short dump. Did you see Trump's super short tweet following up from the attack? He just tweeted the American flag. Right. A preemptive tweet there from Trump. Yeah. Probably the shortest tweet he's ever tweeted. Pretty concise. Did you um, see that uh, poll that said 7 out of 10 Americans want to see a fair trial in the impeachment trial? Which I thought was quite... Right. Um, but, like, three don't. They just want it to be rigged. And <laughs> three, three out of 10, no. It could be a bit of pressure on the Republicans there. Because if seven out of ten people want to see it at least appear to be fair... They're going to have to go through the process of making it look like a... Yeah, which yeah. is tricky because he's obviously guilty. Yeah. So that is, they are a little bit rocking a hard place on it. I think this impeachment trial could be more tricky than we've given it credit for, if you know what I mean. He will get off, but it might cause so much damage to his re-election campaign that, you know... Ivanka may not even have to consider stepping down during the second term. <laughs> she might be selling, you know, a new range of clothing at, at Nordstrom Rack before you know it. The longer Pelosi leaves it, yeah, the better at the moment for for the anti-Trump movement. Yeah. She is waiting to deploy these articles of impeachment, you know, like at the for the most prime moment, isn't she? Yeah, as Trump's about to take a golf shot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we've rambled enough we after saying rambled. that's the end of the episode. Um, so it's a super short episode. Please do join us next week for another episode of The Trump Dump. And thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't we, Neil? And Happy New Year. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America.